Let's jump in to clients. You need clients, purchasers of your service or product. Here's where we're going to shave off years if you're just getting started. If you've been gerbil wheeling, this is one of the places that will get you off that exhaustive spinning that's getting you nowhere fast. I'm covering three things to avoid or stop doing depending on how long you've been attempting to build your wellness business. Build the wellness business you want now, while your clients attain the wellness they want guaranteed. You already have what it takes. You just need to know how to use it. Build the wellness business you want host Mo Orlovsky was in the wellness business for more than three decades before founding Build the Wellness Business You Want website, the web hub for wellness professionals like yourself. Mo is dedicated to sharing the tools you need to build the wellness business you want because she knows you already have what it takes. You just need to know how to use it. Build the wellness business you want starts now. First, avoid the common bad advice that the best way for you to start is by taking on friends and family members to practice your skills. Wrong. It is way better to screw up with someone you do not know and move on building your business and practicing with family and friends, ending up straining relationships or losing important lifelong friendships. It's one of the worst ways to begin building your business. Family and friends are there to support your ventures in life, including your business. But they can do that best by listening to you vent about pain in the patootie clients or when you want to bemoan all the paperwork or time you have to spend for clients to turn around and actually do what you feel is the simplest thing, like not following through. Your friends and family, they should not, N-O-T, not. And actually, they really cannot be your clients because guess what? People do not follow through in the wellness arena. You will see your friends and family who are not taking the steps that you've asked them to do as them not seeing what you're doing as serious. And this will become a strain. If you don't believe me, just do one. Do one instead of lining up the multiple ones that it's recommended that you do. So you have some friends and family at the end of this. All right. That one will give you enough experience to know that what I'm saying makes total sense. Now, you can decide whether or not to let them be your clients after you've established your business. I'm not saying they can't ever be your clients. I'm just saying don't start with them. But if you do decide to take them, consider the idea of better yet allowing them to go to someone you're going to want to network because you have to build a network too and building your professional network by sharing someone that you want to keep as your friend and family. That's a good way that you can be supportive back and benefit your network funnel. So there's a win, a win. Again, family and friends, they do not come before you are generating consistent income. There could be a whole course on this own topic. Uh, but I'm going to give you the second reason to avoid it before I move on, because I really want you to think about this seriously. And that is their disinterest or not following through will cost your confidence. You'll take their disinterest or lack of following through as a reflection on your abilities and you cannot afford that at all, especially in the beginning. On top of that, they may begin avoiding you because you're asking them to follow up. And this of course is because you want them to succeed, but wellness happens when one wants it, not when one is trying to help a friend practice. All right. It's a disaster. You can help as many friends and family as you'd like 
after you've established your income because number one, you'll know what you're doing. You'll have your fees in place and you'll have the successes already accomplished for you to be confident that when and how they go about during the wellness is not a reflection on you. You could even give them a gift certificate with the value of your service so they'll benefit from your expertise even more. This is a perfect segue into what not to do next. Free sessions. Never good. Whether you know someone or not, it devalues their experience. Steer clear of this bad advice. No free sessions. When I walk you through the funnels in part two, you'll get the, all the reasoning behind avoiding the free sessions. So now on to three. Drop the concept, the bad, bad advice and destructive belief that you should be in the practice of taking on everyone. I was told this was a good idea so I could prove my value, my expertise, get some testimonials, get referrals. The reality, this delayed my ability to establish my business big time. And I'm here to share with you that this is not the way to go about building the foundation of your wellness business. Instead, the most efficient and effective way to go about generating consistent income for your wellness business is to attract, attain, retain clients. There are four client types, but only one will help you build the wellness business you want. One. Let's talk about the different types. There's the client type one, the excuse maker. You'll hear things like, oh, I made it, but I couldn't get stuff done because my husband, my partner, my wife, my parents, my friends, my job, my children, my metabolism, my stress, my school, my finances, my time, my schedule, the stars weren't in line and then some. This type of client is not going to follow through and you will feel pressure to come up with something new for them since they are paying for your service or product and this ends up overwhelming them. It doesn't benefit either of you. When you've got an excuse maker, let them go. Let them know your policy when it comes to payments to make sure they're not skipping out on you. But I highly suggest you start to weave them out. Let them know that you are happy when your schedule permits to help them in the future when their life's not getting so much in their way. Next, we've got client type two. I refer to them as the tag along. You're going to hear things like, you know, I do appreciate your help and I am interested in what you have to say, but I'm actually here because my husband, my partner, my wife, my parents, my friends, my children, my doctor wants me to be. The tag along or what I also call the obligatory client, the one who came because someone else made their appointment or referred them to me or kind of said, you know, they got an ultimatum. This client, they see what you're offering them as a pylon. They're committed to going through the motions to avoid backlash somewhere else. I made it a rule to never allow clients to make appointments for their family members and often made it a practice to refer them out unless it was like a parent child or the actual spouse had initiated contacting me i did not take them on and even then i was hesitant because the last thing that you need is to become the discord in someone's relationship it's no good totally not worth it again build your network so that someone else can refer the same situation to you. All right, we're moving on to client type number three, the victim. 
You have no idea how frustrated I am. No one in my family helps. You don't understand. Here's what I want from you. This is too difficult. This is restricting me. I can't have a life. Others don't go through what I do. It's unfair. What can you just give me to fix this already? This is too hard, too costly, takes too much of my time. I try when I can and I don't see results when I do. No one else has to do all this. That's your victim. Your victim will always be your victim. And this will place you on the defensive constantly. Soon enough, there'll be another unrealistic pressure on this victimized person. There is one thing you can be sure of when it comes to all three of those client types that I've just mentioned so far. Not one, not a one will give you the testimonial you're looking for. Not a one will give you the referrals that you're expecting and you will be drained. You'll be less on top of your game for the client that you want. Here's the good news. I said there were four types of clients. Client type number four, that's your top notcher. That's where you place your focus and efforts. When you're working with a top notch client, you're going to hear things like this. Oh my God, this makes so much sense. I now know this and this about myself. Oh, that's so much clearer. Now, but here's what I'm wondering now, or this is where I'd like to think things through with you or I'm feeling better and better. Sometimes I'm not. So I'd like to kind of cover that aspect. This self-care stuff is actually changing the whole paradigm of my thought on wellness. You can't believe how many others want to know what I'm doing. I've already told my friends, doctors, families about finally someone helping me with bio-individual approach. Your top-notch client, they now know they can get the wellness they want. They continuously reach out to you, refer to you, and provide those testimonials that you're seeking. This one, the top-notch client, is the one and the only one which helps you build the wellness business you want. Not only that, but this one client is really the only client you can truly help attain the wellness they want with your expertise. So it's win-win. And that's what makes it so effective and ending up being way more efficient. The other three, none of them will help you generate consistent income. And guess what? That is your one focus. So for those of you who have clients, I've heard it time and time and time again from wellness pros who do, your thoughts are going something like this. Oh yeah, great Mo. So of course I'd love the best clients. What am I supposed to do? Well, that's a good question. What do you do? Get rid of them? Yeah, ultimately. Only keeping one type of client, the top-notch client, is going to dramatically change the direction of your business, like you'll be able to build it. When you keep the less than top-notchers, it's like a pot of water that starts to boil over. You're, first of all, you're gonna get burnt for money, you're gonna get burnt for not giving the testimonials, you're gonna be thinking that you're doing a fantastic job and then the next minute that, that person is gone. A total recipe for disaster. You will not earn what you need to stay in business and you're never gonna receive a referral from these client types. I'm not oblivious. I want to acknowledge how scary the thought is of letting go of the three out of the four types of clients. Those of you who presently do have the three crappy client types scenario, I made sure you've got the map of how to transition them out because I had to do it myself. The reason I'm suggesting newbies never to start with them is because they took years away from higher income. Again, hindsight, 2020. That's why I'm sharing such detail with you. There's a PDF worksheet for you below. It walks you through the steps to help you evaluate present clients and decipher how to parse your energies 
on the different client types and then focus on those who matter most, the top-notch clients, so you can slowly move them out as you replace with the top-notchers. All too often, the crappy clients are the demanding ones and less goes to the top-notchers, which keeps your top-notch client retention down. Use the process I mapped out for you to strengthen your understanding of the importance of top-notch clients and how to evaluate them because it's not straightforward like, well, they pay you the most. I've got it all mapped out. It'll begin to help you mentally let go of the three crappy client types when you see it in black and white. Once I understood there was only one client that I could help and that same client was the only one that would help me build my wellness business, a huge shift came about in my business. Those who wanted to work with me came on more motivated because they knew I chose clients carefully. There were so many positive ramifications. I would highly, highly recommend taking on top-notch clients. Take time to understand the negative impact and let go of the other three. It's not going to happen all at once, but you can do it. Like I said, when I experienced the power of the process to evaluate rank clients types, I put into use every single year. That process every year I went through and plotted out who were top notchers, how I was going to move someone through, someone closer, someone out, someone into more spots. Okay, the takeaways that we're going to write down in the fill-in PDF that you already have is you need clients. Avoid practicing with family and friends. Free is never good. And there are four client types. Only one helps you build the wellness business. One. That's the top notcher. I'd like to encourage you to grab your generate consistent income, fill in packet thing, and now include the top notch client concept in your mantra. So you've got your mantra from last time together with the top notch client concept. So you'll have a focus statement that sounds exactly like this. You ready? The one thing that I need and that will guarantee I can help those I'm meant to help is to generate consistent income with top notch clients. Jump off that gerbil wheel, replace it with this focused cycle that positively feeds it, fellas. You get the top notch clients, will provide you with the ability to generate consistent income. Generating consistent income, the one thing that will guarantee you can be there to help more of them. Awesome. Now, how exactly are we going to get those top notch clients? The answer, by choosing the right funnel, which is what we cover next. Before we even get to the funnels, I hope you're feeling your own energy pick up. I told you it's so logical. Feeling excited about building your wellness business is a direct result of knowing the actions to take and why. Clarity is amazing. I wholeheartedly believe the majority of you wonderful wellness pros aren't unknowingly sabotaging yourself. You're not lazy. You're just missing that mentorship that brings you the clarity. Let's figure out those funnels. You are needed. So don't wait to get more ducks in a row. Gather more information, more big systems in place. Head over to build the wellness business you want website for resources that will help you do all that along the way. Subscribe to Build the Wellness Business You Want posts and podcasts. Use today's Build the Wellness Business You Want episode information, putting it into action. Building the wellness business you want. That way, you'll be ready for the next episode. You already have what it takes. Now, take what you learned today and use it.